You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. This is Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. My name is Andy Last. I host the show. This is episode 302, and on today's show, I am going to be catching up with Arcade High. That's right. They've been on the show a few times, a few months back, released their new album, Kingdom 2, and they are here to talk about it. And then before that, we are going to be meeting one of my awesome Beyond Synth patrons who also helps out on the show and I thought it would be fun to chat with Ethan because Ethan is a cool guy and he's been helping out and he's got some funny stories to tell so we're gonna do that we're gonna have a cool show we're gonna listen to cool music and uh, let's get started on that so I got a cool one here from Dead Life you know Dead Life makes awesome music he's been on the show in fact later on in the program when I talk to Arcade High I think I make a joke about some of the episodes that released before Cyberpunk 2077 came out because we were all talking how excited we were for the game and I think Dead Life was one of those shows that was like a month or a few weeks before Cyberpunk dropped and so we were talking about how cool the game was going to be and then <laughs> and then it ended up coming out because obviously if you listened to last week's show you uh, heard my rant about the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition which I got my money back so everything worked out fine and now things are going to work out fine because we're going to listen to cool music so here's Dead Life Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the kings of the Pattersons, Chris Dance, Robert D. Bishop, and Mike Shima. Oh, and don't forget Mystery Donor. That's right. Hope you guys dig this. This is Dead Life with To Unify with Clear Sight.
And that was To Unify With Clear Sight by Dead Life. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the Kroner Club, we got Hampus ML and Emil. And then we got Jose Arbello, the king of hell, with a 66.6. And Mike Erdahl with a 56.66. The donation of the beast, plus 50. And we're back. And now, how about we get to know Ethan? All right, and speaking of uh, awesome helpers to Beyond Synth, I've mentioned this uh, uh, the past few weeks that uh, Ethan, a.k.a. currently COVID-1986, I believe, <laughs> on uh, on the Patreon, Ethan, the, uh, the awesome cider maker, he makes cider, and uh, he's been helping update the Beyond Synth database that has all the artist links that I use when I make social media posts. And Ethan helped out and he went through the whole list. There was something like fucking 12,000 entries and uh, he had to go through and delete all of the broken links because a lot of people have changed their things and stuff. And I thought it would be nice to bring Ethan on the show here and, and thank him for his lovely work. <laughs> so thanks. You are welcome, sir. Because you're a busy guy. Yeah, I am. Yeah, being a business owner, my wife and I, we work seven days a week, and it's like, whatever. Work is work. I mean, yeah, we've got family life and and the business, but you've been talking about wanting help for a long time, and I, for my personal selfish reasons, just want the podcast to succeed, and I want it to grow, and I just thought, hey, I'm going to reach out and say, you know, can I help in any way? And I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a, you know, graphic artist. I'm not a sound or video editing, I, literally nothing you do necessarily or like it's not in my like skill set, but I just thought, is there anything I can do? I'll find the time. I would just want to help out. And lo and behold, you had this <laughs> silly mundane task yeah. <laughs> that needed to be done. Honestly, it was kind of perfect for me because I could just do it at my leisure and I just found the time here and there and kind of busted through it. I could listen to tunes. Honestly, it was kind of nice because it allowed me to go through the list and I rediscovered some artists. I came across some stuff for whatever reason I, I didn't know about or, you know, I've listened to every show of the podcast, so I don't know why I, I missed some stuff, but it's, it just felt like I was discovering so much new music. So it was kind of rewarding, honestly. It's because there's a thousand two hundred fucking uh, entries. I mean, that's the problem because, I mean, I've forgotten shit. Right. Yeah, they all have like five or six links each, and so it's it's quite a bit. You're talking about thousands of, of links, but you kind of get into a rhythm. You can kind of get through it kind of quickly, and I'd break it up, and I'd do 100 at a time or whatever. I, I don't know. I just sat down you know, at night, you know, like the family's asleep and I'm awake, like whatever, I'll sit down, put on some tunes, kind of go through the links. Honestly, I've, I've been doing something really kind of strange to some people, but like lately I, I've been doing these like clinical studies. So I'll go in for the weekend and do this like clinical trial and it allows you to basically just do whatever you want for the weekend. Uh, you, you're kind of a prisoner. You're sit there for the weekend. You got to sleep. Eat Hold on. Sleep. Okay. Are you, what's your deal? Like, do you just have to be doing something at all times? <laughs> like you, you have a business that you're literally working at like seven days a week. You've got all this stuff going on simultaneously. Like before we hit record, you're talking about all this other shit that's going on in your life. And then you're also <laughs> doing clinical. What are you clinically trialing? Well, I don't know, man. That's kind of what I was saying earlier. It's like once you're like a business person, 
<laughs> which is kind of a, funny to say to me still to this day, because it's not like I went to school for business or anything. But once you're an entrepreneur, it's just like sometimes we take a day off or you know go home early or something, and we'll sit there, we'll have dinner, and it'll be seven o'clock, and we're just like we look at each other, and we're just like, now what do we do? <laughs> participate in a clinical trial (laughs) that's always the first answer that comes to mind i don't know kind of get bored and i kind of just like what what do we used to do with our weekends before anyways as far as like the clinical trial thing it's to be perfectly honest it's just i need some extra cash so when you know we're, we're still a very new business you know just kind of figuring things out and building the business and you know what that means is you take a hit financially you know you're kind of sacrificing yourself financially and just like putting all your time and energy into this thing and making it grow and eventually it's going to pay off but in the interim we got to you know make ends meet so the clinical trial thing is just kind of nice and perfect because not everybody can say that they can do that because it's not available everywhere but here where i live they we've got these things and so i can go on the weekend and do this so i can work you know five days a week and then on the weekend go do this trial and make some extra cash and then also double down and help out beyonce podcast <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to listen to a song. I want to, I was going to hang up on you, but now I want to know about this clinical trial. So you're going to stay here. We're going to to listen to some music and then we're going to come back with more uh, (laughs) COVID-1986. All right, so let's listen to this one. This is from Photosynthesi. I think that's how you say that. It's uh, P-H-O-T-O-S-Y-N-T-H-E-S-I. Maybe it's Photosynthesi, but I'm assuming it's Photosynthesi. And it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We got Tim Carlton, the Golden Boner, Jacob Wick, my semi-sonic friend, and City Hunter, the coolest guy in town. And this is Photosynthesi with Sometimes featuring Giacomo Tombesi.
And that was Sometimes featuring Giacomo Tombesi by Photosynthesize. Now it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Retro Serenade with the Quadruple Three and Brandon Decker with the 3232. And we're back right now. We are chatting with Ethan, who is an awesome Patreon supporter and who's been helping out Beyond Synth. So you're doing all this stuff, right? You're running your business. You're doing home renovations. You got a family. You're you're helping me uh, edit the Beyond Synth database at nighttime when everyone's asleep, and on weekends you're doing clinical trials. Now, what does that mean? Are they jabbing you with needles? Are they making you drink stuff? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like depends on the study. It's usually just like taking a pill. They're just like comparing it to like a brand name drug that's usually like been proven for decades and there's just this new like generic thing and they just want to see they just test your blood to just make sure it's like on par with like absorption in the blood and things like that that's most of them do they tell you like it's like we are testing a headache medication or stuff like that yeah yeah. every single time they tell you exactly what it is i've done a bunch so it kind of varies sometimes i one time i got a shot to the butt which was interesting another time oh man i don't know if i want to say this on on air kind of private kind of embarrassing did they put a needle in your dick what (laughs) what happened no (laughs) no I don't think that I would actually agree to that one. Well, I just wouldn't want people to say that. I don't even know what you'd be testing for a needle to the dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then maybe I would participate in that clinical trial. If it was like, you know, we just got to put this needle in, but it's going to give you like extra girth or something. I'd be like, sign me up. But then if you end up with like some fucking lumpy dink or something like that might be, that's the risk of the clinical trial. What'd they do to you? Well, I don't, I don't need help in the girth department, Andy. Well, that's so I'm fucking happy for you. I need any help I can get so I can participate in some clinical trial they want to fucking tie a rope around my dink whatever so wait what did they do to you though what was so embarrassing what was more embarrassing than being have a needle in your ass well it was ass it was an it was an anal foam cream (laughs) dude I just took a sip of water (laughs) Yeah, it was... Uh, to stop headaches? What, what, what's the point of it? Oh, my God. This was like two or three years ago. I don't even remember what it was, the drug, what it was supposed to do. I'm imagining it was like hemorrhoid. I think I want to say it was like a hemorrhoid thing. Okay. Wait, but like, I don't understand because in the clinical trial, certainly, aren't they trying to prove the efficacy of this stuff or they just want to make sure it doesn't give you a rash? Because yeah. wouldn't you have to show yeah. up to the oh. clinical trial and be like, all right, we got this stuff that gets rid of hemorrhoids and be like, all right, well, I don't have any, so... right. Like, what now? It's everything. This is like human trials. This is like the last test. So it's like, A, does it work? And they they take your blood several times. It's usually like 20 times a day. So like, that's why you stay there all weekend. Essentially, they, they draw a bunch of blood and they're just like, Making sure that it's like active. Wait, so do they give you a place to sleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a dorm. So there's like a room where they draw your blood, and there's, there's other rooms where it's like a dorm <laughs> and like bunk beds and shit. <laughs> Wait, so. like, are you going back to the same facility? Yep. So it's like the same place. Like, there's just a place you go, and then every weekend they're just like, this week it's a topical scrotum bomb. Yep. Again, it's usually just like a pill you swallow, and then <laughs> that's it. And usually there's like no side effects, but. These last three studies I've done has all been the same drug, which is kind of weird, but 
it's like an amphetamine testing on like ADD, ADHD, and like eating disorders and stuff like that. And oh man, it's kind of nice to be honest. So your heart races like crazy and they make you sit still for four hours. So that's <laughs> circling back to working on the on the podcast. I was literally just sitting there for, well, I sat there for probably like six or seven hours working on it. But the first four hours, you're just like high strung. Like it, it feels like you just took a hit of crack and you're just super focused, but you're just like bouncing all over the place. I don't know if focus is the right word because I I was like, I got a bunch of shit in my mind. So I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this and this and this. I've got like nine tabs on Google, you know, researching everything from cider to remodeling my house to I've got a vintage camper van that I'm remodeling and I want to like remodel that thing for fun. And I've got all these like all these questions. And then I'm like also working on your spreadsheet all at the same time for hours on end. I'm just bouncing back and forth. <laughs> it's funny that you bring this up because I thought about this. Well, actually, oh, well, hold on. How about this? Let's listen to a tune and then we'll keep talking because this brought up a, a thought in my head. So look, I want to listen to this one, okay? It's a track from Favorite 89 off the album Unity. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Hugh Hefner with the 2666 and in the $25 Club, we got Clint Dowling, a star apart alex ellickson and blake peterson and uh i hope you dig this this is favorite 89 with remember
And that was Remember by Favorite 89 off the album Unity. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Awesome people like Cargo Cult Luo, Eurobeat Intensifies, Honeybeard, and Jimmy the Hutt. And we're back. We're chatting with Ethan, who is a cool guy, Patreon supporter, and awesome helper. And we were just talking about this, you being in clinical trials and taking, like, amphetamines and talking about how it's, like, giving you energy for productivity. And I've always thought maybe it would be useful one of these weeks to just (laughs) take some of those crazy pills and then just, like, have a week where I'm just, like, working for, like, 80 hours straight, but I just get everything done I need to get done. But then, of course, I'll get addicted to the shit is what'll happen. Right. That's my same thought like I kind of said the same thing the first time I took it I mean I was jittery and I wanted to jump out of the chair and like run a marathon and then go to the gym and then bring out of the house Mm. I literally said to one of the phlebotomists I was drawing the blood I was like yo how do I get a prescription of this stuff I'm gonna quit coffee and take this stuff yeah (laughs) I just felt like it'd be so productive but then I thought well if I started taking it regularly if I even could get it which I probably couldn't. But if I could and I started taking regularly, it would either A, wear off the edge, yeah. or B, you'd get addicted. I'm just like, eh. You're kind of taking it for the wrong reasons at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you had to do the, the cream one, <laughs> did you get to put it on yourself or did they do it to you? No, brother. You just got to lay back sometimes <laughs> and- Just gotta, just, you know, (laughs) relax and just let things happen sometimes. Well, listen, man, you're a very adventurous guy. I never got that sense. You know, when when we talked before and you're sitting there just talking about the cider business and I had no idea you were also like part-time lab rat. I mean, like, that's fun. I guess I didn't really plan on talking about that, but, you know. You know you know the magic of this show. Anytime people, they, they go like, oh, are we going to record? And they've got a bunch of preset things they want to talk about. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that's not where it goes. You know, you tell me you're fucking doing clinical trials. I mean, like, there's no way I'm going to talk about anything else because I don't, I don't really know anybody else who does that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because... I've looked and there's not a ton of places that do it. I know like here in the States, I think here in Fargo and Kansas City. And then there's probably other places, but I couldn't really find anything. And I think Toronto actually has some. Nice. <laughs> Time to go get my anus bleached or whatever the fuck. Foamy <laughs> ass cream and make some cash for Beyond Synth Podcast, man. <laughs> Or you could take an amphetamine and get some real work done on the weekend. Yeah, well, not if they make me sit there and do nothing. Well, I guess I can bring my laptop. What are you talking about? Isn't that the basis of your job? Yeah, but I mean, I don't do it in a lab. You know, I mean, like... <laughs> no, but you could. You could take your laptop like I did. they drug you up, and you'd be, like, on speed. And you'd be, like, speed editing the show and all that shit. Hmm. Editing probably doesn't work the same way. Ah, you've convinced me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Time to get myself some amphetamines. Except I want mine to be um, topically applied to my ass. So if they can somehow make some amphetamines in foam form. <laughs> I don't think they take requests, but you could you could ask. <laughs> yeah, just show up and it's like, listen, man, I want to participate in the uh, anal amphetamine trial and be like, uh, we're doing no brand uh, ibuprofen or whatever and be like, no, 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 no. We're doing the ass cream today. I want a lot of energy from this. <laughs> I would love, I would love to hear you go into the office and sit down and request an anal amphetamine. Listen, man, does this come in foam? 
and can it be put on my ass? I'd rather do that than, I guess, get a fucking needle in the ween or whatever. That wouldn't be too great. Yeah, I haven't had that yet, and nor will I. I think that's where I draw the line. When they're say a needle in the ween, <laughs> that's where I want to say, needle no, in thank the, you. You know the old saying, needle in the ween, I won't be seen. Uh, <laughs> foam on the bum, count me some. No, it's Dan. Sorry, foam on the bum. Get me some. That's what it should have been. <sighs> Needle in the ween. I won't be see. Okay, listen. <laughs> we we got to go. I wanted to have you on the show to thank you for uh, for <laughs> helping me out. We didn't with talk it. about anything. Anything <laughs> that we were supposed to talk about. Well, we weren't supposed to talk about anything. We didn't have a. There was no protocol. Oh, I thought we were supposed to talk about what I actually did. No, I'm fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on, man. I tell you what, one of these days, I'll have you, uh, uh, in your spare time, do the exact same thing to the other Beyond Synth <laughs> spreadsheet, the one that feeds the database on the website, and then you can come back, and then we can talk all about the, the trials and tribulations of, uh, of amending Beyond Synth databases. Is that the next mission? That is actually a thing that has to be done, yeah. <laughs> But you don't have to do it. You sound very busy. Now I feel bad that you did it in the first place. But I did it. Well, that's true. And I don't feel bad, so we're all good. (laughs) No, man, honestly, I thought when I was doing it, I'm like, this is really silly. To be honest, it seems pointless. But if it's useful, I'll do it. That's the point. Look, the point is this, man. What's the bottom line? The bottom line is you're a cool guy and a very helpful guy. A hardworking, cider-making (laughs) <laughs> Amphetamine junkie. Uh, <laughs> Apparently. I didn't know this about myself until today, but here we are. Now, it is worth your time, right? I mean, they're not just giving you like 15 bucks for this, are they? No. I mean, it, again, it varies from study to study, but it's it could be anywhere from like 1500 bucks to about like 300 bucks, you know, and it's like a weekend. So the thing that sucks, honestly, the... There's two bad things. The two things that I hate the most. One, they make you cut caffeine and alcohol. Well, for me, I make cider for a living. So for five days, I have to not sample my cider. And it kind of is a burden on the production side. (laughs) And number two is I'm not a big fan of having strangers put foam on my ass. Nope, that's not number two. That's not even close. Number two is I can't have caffeine. So you joke about me being an amphetamine junkie, but what I am is a caffeine junkie. Yeah, I think I am too. So I get outrageous migraines if Mm -hmm. I cut out caffeine. Yeah, that same thing happens to me, man. When I sign up for these studies, I try to like wean myself off prior so that it's not so intense. And a couple of times I've actually successfully done it, but most of the times I don't. And I end up just being in a, like a world of hurt and it's usually the lack of caffeine. Yeah. So today actually is like my first day. So I just did this this last weekend. I'm off today. I'm a free man. And now I'm jacked on caffeine and had a couple of drinks, to be honest, and <laughs> feel good. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Listen, you've earned it. And now you've earned some more music. All right, so let's listen to another track. I got a cool one here from Signal Void. That's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Awesome people like Johnny Five, Kempson, Ken Giroux, and Mr. Magoo Samurai in the $25 Club. And this is Signal Void with Road to Nowhere. Bye. 
All right, and that was Signal Void with the track Road to Nowhere from the album Jaded Shadow, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Did I say Mr. Magoo Samurai already? I think I did. There's Neverman, Restless Nights, Techno Ben, and the awesome Forged in Neon with the 2049. And I'm back here with the helpful man Ethan, who helped me organize behind the scenes on Beyond Synth, uh, helping me out with the database full of thousands and thousands of entries that needed to be organized. So, uh, yeah, man, you're a you're a cool guy. <laughs> well, I just I wanted to say, and if you want to cut this out or whatever, <laughs> I'm not cutting anything out. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> you say that all the time, and I do wonder. Like, he says he doesn't edit anything, but does he? I will find out if you actually edit or not after this. The reason why I make that joke is because this show is so heavily edited that it's funny to me to suggest that it isn't. Anyways, all I wanted to say was, and again, if you want to use it, cool. If you want to cut this shit out, whatever. But you said you wanted to have me on, talk about the experience. We literally haven't talked anything about that experience (laughs) beyond getting my my amphetamines in the clinical trials when I worked it. But two things that happened... I went through 1,200 plus artists. They all got five, six links each. So you're talking thousands of links. I didn't do it all in a day, obviously. But this last weekend, a couple funny things happened. One, I was surprised to find a link I clicked on. It gave me a scare. Uh, (laughs) Lots of bright flashing colors and two people fucking each other in the middle of the screen (laughs) and honestly i was like a bit in shock and again i was in a public space so there was people around me i don't know if anybody saw my computer (laughs) i trapped you maybe (laughs) that was the whole elaborate plan you wanted me to go through yeah thousands of links to find this one porn website (laughs) and i'm trying to figure out what this means because essentially it means that the the link that used to point to this artist just doesn't i'm assuming because what i think it was was i think it was an artist that had like their it wasn't a band camp link or anything like that it was like their own personal website and i think they probably just didn't pay into it anymore and this like japanese porn website just somehow absorbed it on the off chance that somebody would i don't even know like why you would ever like search it's just bizarre it doesn't make sense so there wasn't any music on the site like it wasn't like that artist is just a pervert oh, no it was absolutely 100 percent a porn site but for me it was like lots of bright flashing colors lots of japanese characters all neon japanese characters and it, like for half a second i thought like is this in synthwave or like vaporwave, like artists' website? <laughs> because, you know, like the bright colors, the Japanese characters, that kind of fits the bill, you know, for some people. But like, no, there's like this guy's penis inserted into this woman's <laughs> vagina. Like, so I click out, moved on. Definitely 100%. It was a Japanese porn website. So no music. No music, just porn, just startling experience again like i said like there was people around so it was kind of like startled me a bit but um whatever no big deal dude I'll tell you this. A long time ago, when I was still like uh, traveling with my dad, we were doing a trip. I think it was to Southeast Asia or Europe. This would have been when I was in grade eight or possibly grade 10. 
when we went on a cruise. Anyway, so we had to go to a, 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 an airport, and we were going to get on a plane. And my dad's the kind of dude, he always likes to just chat up people who are around, like he just wants to talk to people. So he starts talking to this lady who has a digital camera. And this was a big deal, because this was like, okay, this would have been when I was in high school. So okay, people didn't have digital cameras. Like, I remember, I think, my school bought one. And she's like, oh, this is my camera. And my dad's like, oh, that's neat. And she's like, kind of showing him the camera. And then she was like, happy to sort of go like, hey, do you want to check it out? I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. And I think I had I had used a similar camera, like, at my school. And so I kind of knew how to just, like, check the, you know, what pictures had been taken. And so she hands me the thing. And so I just pressed the button, like, the button that just shows, like, previously taken pictures and like the first thing that shows up is just an erect dick like her boyfriend or husband must have taken like a dink pic and like that was like the first thing like on there and then I fucking panicked because she didn't see that I saw it but I had to hand the camera back and then all of a sudden my finger starts stumbling because I have to switch it off to make her not think that I saw it but it was also a new device so I didn't know how to do that instinctually and so like I had to kind of hold on to the camera a bit longer as I'm trying to fiddle with the buttons like oh get this fucking thing off the screen it was fucking terrifying if i fucking handed that back to her i just remember this just shocking image of this dude who's just it, you didn't see the guy you just saw this dink and it was like red just the reddest boner i'd ever seen so that's and i'm assuming that the guy did it as a joke because that's a funny joke, right? Your wife's going on a trip, and then she's got the camera, and before she leaves, like, ha ha, is a picture of my fucking dick, you know? Like, is it like a funny thing to do? <laughs> and then I ended up seeing it. <laughs> I think a dick just photographed has got to be one of the funniest things. I think, like, a flaccid one is. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah. yeah, like, I think erect ones aren't as funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a different there's a different energy when... <laughs> when <laughs> Especially when it's on some lady's camera that you're not supposed to see. Then it's a <laughs> it's a problem. So my, my other thing I wanted to say, last experience to share with updating the Synthwave artist database spreadsheet is just this morning, actually, I was talking to my wife and I was like, you know, it's so weird. My, my forearm just hurts. It's really sore. And I don't know why I didn't do anything. Like, I don't know what I did. And she goes, she knew what I was up to. She knew what I was doing. She goes, oh, it's all that computer work you were doing. I'm like, shut up. But does she, uh, is she like giving you a wink? Like the joke here is like, you're actually doing computer work, but she's giving you that, hey, it's all that computer work you're doing because she's like insinuating you were whacking off when in fact you no. actually were amending a spreadsheet. No, Andy, despite what you might think, this is not a dick slash whack off joke. She was being serious. Oh, do you have like <laughs> a serious wife? Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I like asking dumb questions. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Do you have a serious wife? It's a pretty awesome question to ask people. <laughs> what I'm saying was she knew that I was like, clicking and typing a lot over the weekend and she's like yeah because she knows like i don't do that a lot i don't sit at the computer i'm like i said in the past i've got a construction background i was a super buff dude for the past four years i've been a super soft boy making cider and i don't sit at the computer you know for hours on end like that clicking and i'm just like that's 
so pathetic that I'm clicking for a few hours and now my forearm hurts. Like, what a joke. Yeah, man. You got, well, you got to live the soft boy life just like me, except I have a really strong forearm from all that typing. This wasn't a fun or positive story. I just wanted to share that with everybody that that's pathetic, but you know, whatever. Hey man. It is what it is. Look, all, all roads lead to success when you are as driven and motivated as Ethan is. Well, I hope that this is successful for you, sir. The trials and tribulations of the Beyond Synth Podcast Assistant. Well, yeah, man, it's good stuff. Slash, slash sexy secretary. That's my official title. I'm the sexy secretary. Well, I'll have to, I'll put you on the website. Except I don't know how to do that. I got to contact the web guy, who I actually haven't talked to in like, I feel like seven or eight months. I should see what he's up to. That's a long time. You should probably follow up on that. His name is Mike Rezel. He's a nice guy. He's a cool guy. He is a cool guy, and I, I feel bad. I just there's, there's too much going on, man. I need an administrative assistant. You mean a sexy secretary? Yeah, I do. I need one of those. Although it's like, it's 2021, man. That's me. Well, no, I want like a, the one with the boobs. <laughs> it's not offensive if it's a dude. That's true, but uh, I, I want the offensive kind. I can be sexy. <laughs> Well, maybe one of these days when you go for a clinical trial, they'll give you a pill and it'll give you, like, long hair and jugs. See, okay, I was being PC about it, and then you had to take it to a different place. <laughs> Why? Well, yes, I had to. I'm, I'm contractually obligated to do that. You can objectify me <laughs> as a sexy secretary in 2021, and it's okay. But once you start talking about me taking drugs to <laughs> become something else, mm. now you're just... You're just backwards, man. Hey, listen, man. I want one of them, uh, the, you know, the, those old-fashioned secretaries, the ones where they walk in and you go like, hey, toots, you know? You you can call me toots. That's cool. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I guess that's it. I just really want to call someone toots. That's, uh, it doesn't really matter who they are. That's it. So I'm changing my Patreon name to toots. <laughs> All right, man. Well, how about this? Uh, let's listen to uh, another song, dude, and then maybe we can uh, say goodbye to you. So I want to listen to this one from Airds, A-E-R-D-S. And it's a cool track. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. In the $20 Club, it's Joshua Winter and Chatterack. And then with the 1988, it's Waylon Kasky Geospatial. And with the 1986, it's you, COVID-1986. Ethan, thank you so much. This is weird because I'm uh, reading your Patreon and talking to you. And now we're listening to this. This is Airds with Deadline.
And that was Ayers with the track Deadline. And that's a cool one. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the 1985 Club. We got the Buchelman sisters, Sarah and Rachel. And then we got, with the 1515, Gene Creamer, Private Eye. And then in the 1313 Club, we got Mads, Baron Christensen, and Skywolf. And we will never forget the immortal Chris Salia Lane. And I'm back with Ethan, who's been helping me behind the scenes with the Beyond Synth website. He, of course, goes by many names on the Beyond Synth Patreon over the years. Of course, we just uh, read your current name before the uh, the song played, COVID-1986. But uh, uh, what what are the other ones, man? Like, there, there are always references to the show. Bobson Dugnut and Sonny Crockett and Darman Jezezeling and Jizz Whaler and... <laughs> Fucking Darman Jezeseling. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, uh, I've lost track of all of them, but it's fun. I hope you have fun doing it because I have fun changing it. And I'm I'm sick of COVID nineteen eighty six, so I'm going to change it to Toots. All right, man, you have every right to do that because you're a cool guy. How do you spell Toots? I think it's T O O T S. Toots. Good point. That's Toots. I don't want to be Toots. I want to be Tuts. Tuts. Is it Toots? How do you spell Toots? Toots? Hey, Toots. Oh, fuck me. I don't actually know. I think it is spelled T-O-O-T-S. It's like with an accent, though. Toots. 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 I want to apologize to all the rest of the people who support the show on Patreon. I like the idea of someone like, I paid money for this. <laughs> Just some guy saying toots hey, over and over again. What? You've been doing this shit for so long. you got to <laughs> stop apologizing. At this point, we're all in it for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. This is why we're here. Well, listen, man. The, the important thing is we move forward in a uh, progressive fashion, one foot in front of the other. No, it's not. What? Wait, I'm trying to wrap Sorry. this up so it sounds nice. The important thing is we listen to cool music. Exactly. That's what we do here on Beyond Synth, and we talk to cool people like Ethan. So amphetamine junkie cider making toots. Do you <laughs> ship your cider? I don't know about Canada, but we can cross the country in the U.S. Do you? Yes. yep do you want people to know your cider business absolutely i'll shamelessly promote so it's wild terra cider we're in fargo north dakota you can go on our website you can order cider from the website wild what wild terra t-e-r-r-a what does that come from honestly we were just like in a place where we needed a name for many months we were just writing down a bunch of words and it's kind of a cross thing where i was like from this list of words and that list of words and both my wife and i are just like into outdoor activities we like hiking and camping and kayaking and just exploring the outdoors we wanted it to be like an outdoor recreational kind of vibe and i came up with wild terra yes if you google wild terra you'll find some german mmo type video game but we've not been sued yet so is that the first thing that comes (laughs) up if i get if i type that in possibly it's hard to say because if i google wild terra my business comes up but that's also biased because my phone and computer know me you're number two i i get i get number one wild terra play wild terra online sandbox survival mmorpg and then second wild terra cider sick dot co we're doing it 
Nice. Maybe someday we'll surpass the, the online video game. Full squish. Smoothie style cider. What the hell is that? It's so good. If it's like a bunch of fruit puree and lactose sugar, it's kind of like it tastes like a smoothie. It doesn't even taste like alcohol. It just tastes like you went to the mall and got a you know a smoothie and but it's a little hint of booze. It's it's good stuff. I'm just looking at the Instagram here. You got people posing with stuff. There's like some uh, like kind of cat looking artwork. What's that about? I don't know. That's uh, it's out of my wheelhouse. My wife does the branding, and she just thought it was cool. We're about cool and fun. We just want to be fun and experimental and want people to just have a good time when they're here. Oh, you got people there wearing hats, drinking cider and wearing hats? I'm just looking at the Instagram. People wearing hats is important to us. (laughs) I want you to wear hats and have fun. Well, man, listen. People should go check this out. Go to wildterra.co. Order yourself some cider. All right. Ethan wants you to order some cider. So wait, this slushy cider, can you get that in a can or does that have to be like bought in store? No, slushies are Saturdays only, taproom only, because it's like out of a slushy machine. So we don't package it. It's just like on site only. So people have to live in uh, Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota, baby. Well, listen, you have a lovely uh, uh, North Dakota day. And thank you very much for uh, helping with the uh, with the database that is incredibly useful. I fucking hope so. Yeah, no, it is, man. It actually is. <laughs> I just, I don't like to, to appear too serious uh, <laughs> when I'm talking, but uh, off air, I'll tell you how serious it is. But, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a clown, right? I got to make this uh, fun for people. Yeah, man. We're not all jacked up on amphetamines, man. We're not all fucking running around popping pills and... <laughs> Yeah, man, give me the next task, and I will uh, I'll snort some amphetamines and bust it out. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That's what I want everyone to say to me at all times. <laughs> what is that? Uh, that's a squeaky door. Oh. You're ruining the podcast. I thought it was a cat. Nope, squeaky office door. Nice. I just yelled at my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened. We're all having a good time here. (laughs) We're all having a good time, except for her. She got yelled at. Well, you can go apologize and give her a a glass of Wild Terra Experimental Cider. Full squish. Go give her some full squish. Yeah, that'll do it. That's a double entendre, you fucking meth head. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) I like that moment when people become bored with me. (laughs) It's my favorite part in any conversation is the, all right, we're done. Anyways, man, look, all right, keep on trucking. You're a cool guy, and uh, everyone should go check out uh, wildterra.co and go get some fucking cider, and uh, that's what they should do. Cool, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I just, honestly, again, I'll say it again. I'm, like, being totally serious. I just wish you the best. I want to help out the podcast in any way I can. I want you to grow and yeah, totally selfish reasons. Cause when I'm making cider and working, whatever, whatnot, it's like what I listen to. Yeah, man, I just, I want to help out. So, well, I'm glad you're a, you're a, such a helpful guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I'm hanging up on you now. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Have a good day, dude. Me too. See ya.
All right, and that was my chat with Ethan, a.k.a. COVID-1986, a.k.a. Bobson Dugnut, a.k.a. Darman Jezezeling. He's a cool guy. Go check out his cidery where they make cider. It's a good time. And, of course, that segment uh, was brought to you. You know what? This was brought to you by an awesome PayPal. Kai! And... Again, I don't know how to say your last name. Uh, I don't have an email address to send to you, so I don't even know what to do. I tried to write you a message uh, through PayPal, but uh, I didn't get a response. So I don't know what to do because I feel like maybe you told me how to pronounce this a long time ago and I forgot. And now it's just like a running joke. But uh, Kai Frank, you it's Frank. I W is your last name. And uh, I know we tried to say it. Me and Lucasette in episode 300 and. And uh, I still don't know how to do it. So I'm going to call you Kai Frank you. Or Frank you. Frank you. I don't know. Anyways, look, the point is this. He wrote me a message. He sent in a lovely PayPal gift and said, Congrats on 300 episodes. I can imagine Andy last Sparta kicking Goro down a well and shouting, This is Synthwave. Or something equally cheesy. I got through your back catalog finally, so here is some more cash. Not on my birthday this time. Well, look, thank you, Kai. You're a cool guy. And, of course, thank you for listening to all of the shows. Yes, we did just do the 300th anniversary, and that was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for supporting the show, dude. You're a cool guy. And one of these days, please tell me how to say your name. And if you already did, tell me again. And now, let's listen to one more track, and then we will go chat with Arcade. High. I want to listen to this one from Overgrown from the album Momentary High. This is New Dawn.
And that was New Dawn by Overgrown. Yeah, that's a cool little album they released. There's lots of good tracks on there. So go check it out if you like good tracks like I do. And now, let's go chat with Arcade High. We're here right now having a catch-up with Arcade High. That's right, Ryan. Hey. And the other guy. Yo. Hello. <laughs> I've always wanted it's, to do that. It's me, the other guy. What do I do? I refer to you by your full name? Do people call you just Pat? Uh, I, I go by Patrick. No one calls you Pat, right? Okay, so that's a... That's a I mean, how quickly do you want to get into and a diatribe? Because that's, that's a 20-minute long conversation about how weird I am. Are you, are you very particular? Yes. I'm particular in my older age that I want people to say Patrick because Pat is one syllable. Mm. And if you're not using it in context, I have no idea what mood you're in when you're summoning me. So also if... Dad, like, well, yeah, my dad's also named Pat. But like, so if I'm about to get hit by a bus, you would say Pat. If I was being offered the last piece of cake before anyone else gets it, it'd be Pat. So I'm always on high alert. <laughs> but if you say Patrick, it's two syllables and you have to sing it. So there's a difference. You know, if you're giving me that, that last piece of cake, it's Patrick, you know. But if you're about to get hit, hit by a bus, it's Patrick. You know, it's, it's, I, can, I can tell tone. All right. If it's just Pat, I'm always in suspense. I mean, that makes sense. Does it? I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> don't. I, I don't know, man. I, I feel... <laughs> feel pretty weird about it. You want me to argue with you about it? Because <laughs> I we can. Could. We We got to fill this interview up somehow. Well, we'll fill it up with this great new album you guys put out oh, called yeah. Kingdom 2. Right? Yes. 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 No, actually, it's Kingdom I.I. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the old double-eye kingdom. This is, <laughs> yeah. it's a good time. You guys did some, uh, some cool music. Thank you. Thanks. We try. Yeah, it's a follow-up to our 2016 album. Kingdom I. Kingdom I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is it known now as Kingdom Eye? It is now. Like, today. <laughs> I, I never looked into it. Do we have to change how, like, the, the social perception of the name of the first album? I'm going to go back and, like, in MS Paint and just draw, like, an eye on the album art and re-upload it. So. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's what they did with Star Wars, right? Because the first one was just Star Wars, but then once they <laughs> yes, made they did, didn't they? Empire Strikes Back, then they changed the first one to... Uh, Episode 4, colon, A New Hope. Could you imagine if they just came out with it? Like, hey, brand new movie. It's called Star Wars 4. Were there three other... Nope. You'll see later. And everyone's going to be really upset. Yeah. Yeah. And people are going to be upset about a lot of the sequels to this film. Yeah. So it's very exciting. But look, the point is this. We're not going to talk about Star Wars anymore. I have to actively stop myself from talking about because I'm one of those nerds who will, like, bitch about it. Uh. I want to say, uh, Ryan, how you doing? Good. Doing, doing great. When's the last time I talked to you? Has it been... Last time you talked to both of us. When was that? 20, 2019. COVID year fucked everything up. Yeah. It's yeah, probably, it probably 2019. Actually, you know what? I, I know it was 2019. It was it was the end of 2019. You know, the time that we shall not mention of when we attempted to do a, a an interview and then I didn't hit record on the... Did that happen? <laughs> the recording. Yeah. yeah we, we, we approached you and asked you for an interview because we had something exciting to talk about. And you're like, all right, let me clear my entire schedule. I guess I don't need to <laughs> perform life activities today. I'll just cater to you hand and hand and knee we retook that though no we were doing like a behind the scenes production of i think it was radio and then you ended up just basically like after i didn't hit record and we recorded for like we, two hours we kept straight. the lens cap on no it, it was in obs and so then you were just like okay well let's just do a quick little 30 second thing and you posted it to social media and that was the last time we spoke oh. 
All right, that makes sense. I, I completely forget. And the problem with stupid COVID year is that every time I think like, oh, last year I did a thing, what I really mean now is like three years ago a thing happened. Right, yeah. It's like it's thrown the whole it's fucking... It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Saying a year ago to me, I think of 2019. Yes, me too. It's straight strange. Anyway, the point is we're talking now. Everything's good. No ill will, except now you've brought up all these memories and now I'll like... It's all coming flashing back in my brain, like just oh yeah, he left the fucking lens cap on. Yeah. Son of a bitch! That was us. I was surprised you agreed to this today. I know. I'm same. I'm not. We're not jokes. I was. I was really stoked when you presented yeah. us with a link in which you have everything like, covered. Like, genuinely, Andy, I thought you were avoiding us because of that incident. So. Oh no! Like honestly, I, no, that's not the case at all. It's just I. Um, it's tricky, like because I try and have a lot of like new guests on the show where possible. Sure. Yeah. But what I'm realizing now when I'm trying to throw together playlists and stuff for the show is man there's some people out there who are just you know I've had on the show before but they're uh, talented and they make good music all the time and it's very easy and for some reason I like to make things difficult for myself so I'll find artists who are like okay and then I'll spend like two days listening to their catalog trying to find a song to play but they sit right on this border of like everything's fine and I'm looking for like the special track and then meanwhile there's artists who just make good music I feel in my head it would be too easy it's like too easy just to go like oh Arcade High came out with a new album and I can just randomly pick any song off the album and it'll be good but to me that's like too easy for some reason here I thought you were about to tell us that we were the other guys and that it's too hard <laughs> to find a good song of ours <laughs> So that's why you don't go for it. No, so so that's what happens. And so there's a lot of artists who they message me and they're good. And they're like, oh, can I be like, uh, come back on the show and talk about a thing? I'm like, uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm behind on interviews or whatever. And so the scheduling all fucks up. But meanwhile, my life would actually be really easy, like so much easier if I just accepted those offers all the time. Gotcha. And yeah. be like, oh, because I know the album's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. We've talked before, so we have a good time. Everything's fine. Uh, but instead, I like to make things difficult. And then I did this fucking seven hour episode that took like a month to edit. And anyway, whatever. The point is that uh, we're having a good time. Right. So far. <laughs> we'll find a way to ruin it, I'm sure. We'll get there. Um, Andy, just because you asked Ryan when the last time you two, you two spoke, I had to look up our Facebook Messenger history to oh, see when the last we spoke. At. And July 6th, I sent you unprompted a photo of me with my hillbilly COVID beard and my cat and was like, here's the COVID beard before I cut it. This is my ugly cat. I love him to death, but you know, most people think he's ugly. That's a really big was, beard, by the way. It was I'm a looking at this photo. <laughs> but I don't remember what prompted me to send you a photo of my beard. And the time we spoke before that was Christmas, so I don't I don't understand like, what, what I, happened. I need everyone to understand that this beard is so big that he could genuinely pass for Santa Claus if he dyed it. Yeah, if Santa Claus had like brown black hair. If you dyed all your hair. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's such a big beard. Like, I could I could just resend the photo to Andy and he could post like, yeah, put on Yeah, a, if you uh, could link. somehow somehow get this photo out. It's not the biggest. It's a big beard. You no longer have the beard. I have a beard, but I do this thing. I do this thing where, like, I don't care about myself and life and like (laughs) looking human. It's like a lifestyle choice. So what I'll do is I'll trim it really tight, and everyone's like, "Whoa, look! Everyone's got Patrick's got a small beard." Whoa! And then, like, a week later. A week later, it looks like... So when people say Patrick in that context, do you understand the tone? (laughs) 
Yes. Of what they I mean, like, did you, I mean, you got the tone right away, didn't you? I sort of, yeah. It's like, yeah. you're about to get hit by a bus and you have a small beard. <laughs> yes. That's it. And there's some extra uh, cake. <laughs> Sorry, these are, these are just the examples you gave me. I don't have much of an imagination. That's, no, that, that was that was great callback humor. What did I say? Because I delete all my old conversations. Did I have anything useful to say about your that's, beard? Well, one, that's a... That's a stereotype of, like, feature serial killers, my dude. What is? Like, deleting your conversations. Is it? What do you got to hide? What do you have to hide? <laughs> no, it's fucking... Dude, I am. I have the most that? cluttered brain. Same. And when I sign into anything and I see, here's fucking 400 ongoing conversations, I just get overwhelmed. And so I God. delete them all because just between you and me. When I start killing people, I don't want people going back and looking at these mess. I mean, uh, what? Uh, no, I, I, I. If I could delete it all, I could. Honestly, if I could put a, if I could walk next to Facebook's building and just put a giant magnet next to the door and erase <laughs> Facebook, I would. I wish Why I could. No one thought of this. Why has no one thought of this? <laughs> That's how it works, right? You, you had said, "Look at the cat," and I said, "Yeah, he's a chill guy. He, he genuinely enjoys my music and actively dislikes and my girlfriend's no, music." To your beard. And then you said, "Of any cat that wouldn't like your girlfriend's, it's good that it's an evil-looking cat." And it was a pretty good conversation to let me know that I'm, I'm pretty sure we're still in the weeds with you because of what happened. Last <laughs> no, it's because I have this thing when, when people. I don't know how to explain this. Whenever people message me in a comical way and want me to see something, my immediate joke response is always to completely ignore the obvious joke part of what they said and then go That's for something true, else. For sure. That's true. So, like, in that case, it's like, you want me to say something about the beard, so I will say anything but something about the beard. Right. You, um, you do that. See, if I deleted my conversations, mm. how would I know that we ever talked about the fact that America does not have maple syrup. You don't have maple syrup? We talked about this, Andy. Oh, hold on. How about this? Let's listen to a song, and then we will uh, delve deeper into this. Sure. Okay? Because I want to listen to a song. But before we get to Kingdom 2, since it's been so long since we talked, you released actually a cool Halloween track in 2020, Ooh. which I enjoyed. We did. We did. And I want to listen to that one first, man. It's called Doppelganger, and there's two dots above the A. <laughs> All right, That's so how you know it's fancy. Is that gonger? Yeah, I don't know what it means, but uh, let's listen to it. This is uh, this is Arcade High with Doppelganger.
And that was Doppelganger by Arcade High. And I am here right now catching up with the gentleman from Arcade High, Ryan and Patrick. And uh, we just listened to a cool track which you guys released in 2020 on Halloween. Uh, and that was cool. Which was now over a year ago, just realizing this. Yeah, man, it's crazy, right? 2020? That's strange very strange, very strange. Oh, I'm busy like I'm busy I'm busy dog how you pronounce my name just now thank you <laughs> although I will respond to other guy for the rest of this interview <laughs> now the real question here is since you did uh, put two dots above the A is that just an aesthetic choice or do you see it as doppelganger that's we, the actual pronunciation of the word like in German how do they say it I have no idea but I think it's that we googled it yeah oh yeah we definitely sure. googled it but now I'm like questioning myself and I have to yeah, yes. <laughs> that, that is that is the correct way per the dictionary. How you spell it? It literally translates to double walker. That's cool. Yeah, we should have called it double walker. I guess technically you can do either one without the two dots or with it. Oh, it's, it's wait. Both accepted. So is that the thing? So ganger is walk and doppel is double. Yeah, so let's go with that. Insane. That sounds about right. Yeah, I barely understand the English language, Andy. I don't. I don't <laughs> this this was a real stretch. Double. Goer. Double goer in 19th century. German. Yeah. Yeah, I like the etymology of words. Yeah, they're f- words are cool. <laughs> <laughs> we like words. Yeah, so if we actually named it that based on uh, one of our favorite TV shows, Twin Peaks, if anyone's familiar. Um, Never heard of it. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, oh, it's, um, it's, you know. It was a soap opera. It has words. It has people. There's, yeah. Actually, no, uh, the, I just watched uh, Doctor Sleep, although I didn't finish it. I heard good things. I have not watched it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. <laughs> what I saw, it's pretty brutal. But the, the tall man, what's his face? Or the fireman from Twin Peaks now, they call him. Mm, yeah. They, they only started calling him the fireman in season three, right? Yeah, yeah okay. I think so. Yeah, David yeah, he, Lynch he basically figures it out as he goes. Yeah, so I right. thought like learning to embrace Lynch's work is to not expect it to make sense because literally the guy hasn't put it together yet himself. Oh, I love I love David Lynch. I oh yeah, I I, I really enjoyed season three. I found it fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. I enjoy the fact that people went to season three expecting one thing, and David Lynch like held it hostage for like twelve episodes. That's, <laughs> like it's like sixteen episodes. That is like this textbook is so film, like TV making. Like okay, they want one Such thing and one thing movie. only. I'm gonna like just basically put a yeah. gun to its head the entire time. I will admit that <laughs> the finale annoyed me, but. I was along for the ride the whole time. Like, all these, these prolonged scenes of nothing. This, like, let's show a guy spray paint shovels for five minutes. Like, I was laughing my head <laughs> off. It just, you gotta dig yourself out of the, the shit. Sweeping the floor for two minutes, yeah. yeah. It's amazing, because I love... The idea that, you know, people waiting for this thing, it's like, oh, it's going to be like, you know, 19 ep- or 18 episodes or one hour each. And then there would just be these <laughs> these long, stupid just scenes of like, who are these characters even? Why am I watching this? Oh, sure. Fuck, it made me laugh so hard. Like, there's just such funny stuff. I'm, I'm going to open up the rabbit hole. Have you dove into, like, the meaning of Twin Peaks and, like, what it all like comes around to basically you mean that nerds five-hour video especially that nerds five-hour <laughs> video that like when it first came out everyone's like oh my god this is so cool and then like two weeks later everyone's like yeah fuck that guy and i have no idea why so i just avoided like the plague his analysis is fine i i was a little just frustrated by he did this david lynch impression whenever he would do david lynch quotes 
And like, there's a point where it's like, dude, this video is five hours. Stop doing that. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> this is a five hour video. Yeah. I, I can't fault him for something I would do as well and have done. <laughs> I especially like, and spoilers, anyone who hasn't watched Twin Peaks yet, uh, skip ahead now by like 15 seconds. No, I, I, enjoy... I never tell people to skip ahead on my show. All right. <laughs> twin, twin, twin Peaks spoilers coming in. Mm. Pay attention to them, oh, even if you haven't watched it. It's going to be wild. I like the idea that, like, you know, at the very, very end, they realize that, like, they're kind of obsolete because it's no longer needed. And thus, like, the world that they belong to no longer exists. And, like, Cooper saying what year is this, like, nails it home in the idea of, like, they don't even know how to be in that in that like i'm fine with there being a meaning so like i know what i would read people's comments under that video and people get like all upset at this guy like don't try and make sense of this or whatever like they right. rip apart the analysis sure. i've always loved david lynch just because the atmosphere of his stuff like i'm not one of those people that needs answers sure. so i'm i'm quite capable of watching movies where at the end you're like what the fuck but as long as it was cool i don't get angry i think my issue with the with the ending of season 3 was for the past 25 years the biggest the only real complaint about Twin Peaks if you were along for the ride was boy it sure sucks that that thing ended with a cliffhanger <laughs> wouldn't it have been nice if there was some kind of closure mm-hmm. it's David Lynch yeah it's David Lynch is the thing yeah like no one should even yeah but the thing was the nature of the, the, the original cliffhanger of season 2 it wasn't a David Lynch clever twist it was literally like a we're gonna make a season 3 and then they got cancelled before they got a chance so it just feels like an abrupt like right well, so supposedly for from what I understand of the history of it, David Lynch, because apparently he had left the show for a yes. while during yeah. season two. And then... Left at the Mark Frost, right? Yes. And then from what how I understand it, and all the super Twin Peaks nerds can correct me later, but as far as I understand it, they knew they were being canceled and they knew this was going to be the last season and David Lynch intentionally ended it the way that he did. Like he came back and did that as like, this is how I want this to end kind of thing. Like, like knowing that they're going to come back. To me... That is more of a... That's a fuck you cliffhanger as opposed to a story-driven... Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, cause oh, that's, yeah. It's literally like a cliffhanger that you would end if you're watching an episode of 24 and then they just didn't come back next week. Right. We're like, okay, so... <laughs> can you imagine that? Hold on. Can you imagine that for a second? <laughs> 24 having that. End it on, like, hour 19. Yeah, so... Because then you're in the situation where, like, <laughs> the bank hours. blew up and there was these characters that were in the bank and you're just left with all these threads of, like... So what happened so it's not like watching lost highway yeah and the movie ends and it's kind of like well that was weird was this thing like a weird loop or what what exactly has happened i'm fine with those sorts of questions yeah but in the case of twin peaks when it ended the third time for <laughs> season three it was like <laughs> i wasn't expecting closure i knew i know david lynch well enough but I, what i wasn't expecting was like another level of confusion right you know right, what i mean right, like you yeah. sort of like it was like an extra thing it wasn't even just that things were left open it was like now there's a whole new thing that we're not going to explain and it's like okay and, yeah exactly and, and to be fair i don't know if lynch had already written this cliffhanger for season two thinking there'd be a three and then still went with that ending knowing it was canceled or if it was more so he wrote it because it knew it was canceled or it could have been a mixture of or whatever but that's just how as far as i understand it. right because i mean i could see him totally like i would do that out of spite that's a hilarious idea because nowadays <laughs> 
we're so used to shows getting canceled on like Netflix and stuff and like are they gonna wrap it up in a movie and all this yeah and I think it would be really funny if you kind of weren't invested in your product anymore and you're like are they gonna fucking cancel us and then you just end on like just 80 cliffhangers <laughs> and like bye just fucking yeah. here's your lead character he's been possessed by a demon and he's slamming his head into a mirror saying where's Anne or whatever like Annie yeah sorry well uh oh now they're gonna be after me <laughs> see if it's Annie you have to sing the syllable so you know the mood of the person asking for Annie if it was Anne she's about to be hit by a truck delivering cake <laughs> yeah. now if he was saying where's Anne where's Anne you don't know what mood he's in but he's going no. where's Annie yeah. Yeah. where's yeah, Annie yeah, it, it makes it creepy yeah, it sounds weird if you say Anne that, yeah. that, that doesn't make sense yeah it is difficult to tell the mood of a guy who's just slammed his head into a mirror and <laughs> <laughs> seen a different reflection in the glass and squirting toothpaste into the sink yeah but speaking of uh your album kingdom 2 i i, I, <laughs> I hate to say we this i had a that. segue on deck this entire time and i was just waiting to, to shoot my shot and i didn't but i was gonna say yeah and and what's crazy is that in kingdom one we didn't know we were leaving it on a cliffhanger in a way and we just came back and, and picked up where we left off yeah, look at that well, that's a lot better than mine, so we'll just go with that. And let's go with with the track Glow, because that's a cool song. Hey, sure. And we'll listen to that, and then we'll keep talking. So uh, this is Glow by Arcade High.
And that was Arcade High with the track Glow. And I'm here right now with Arcade High, just catching up with Patrick and Ryan. Old buddies. Uh, we've sent each other beard pics. We've... Uh... Messed up a lot of interviews. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andy, the way that you manipulate the inflection of your voice when you announce things, it will always amaze me. I just <laughs> want to say that. Always. It's incredible. I'm a robot. That's the real secret. You must have a real hard time with those CAPTCHA tests. Those ones that just say, click here if you're not a robot. You start sweating. Because I don't like to lie. (laughs) I'm a really honest guy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still sitting here going back through Andy and I's Facebook messaging history. And to show you how much of a problem this has been, in 2016, February of 2016, that's that's so long ago. That was before Kingdom One. That's so long yeah. ago. I wasn't even born. <laughs> Andy goes, "You sent me two five-minute clips. Is that correct?" And I went, "No. Let me freak the fuck out real quick." <laughs> and he goes, "Sure thing, boss." And I said, "I'm going to say that I'm 75% sure I completely failed here. So then I blow it for Arcade High ever being on Beyond Synth again." So we're always so, just blowing it. <laughs> it's just, just, when it comes to Andy, we get so excited. Like, I mean, we had a good 20-minute talk before we even hit record today. Yeah. See, the the problem is when I was um. I was making the the episode 300 of Beyond Synth, and I was going back and listening to the first season, and what I realized is I've been, like, repeating the same shit for, like, eight years, and so I'm trying to make an effort to uh, sort of expand and not always be repeating myself, and so I just feel like what we talked about for 20 minutes was just me complaining about Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition, and I feel like if that's going to become the <laughs> like the theme for, like, three months of shows... How upset are you about this? Well, because that's the thing, because, like, I'll bulk record like, ten interviews in, like, the span of like two weeks and then space them out over like six or seven months and so the thing is if there's something i'm really passionate about that week then all of a sudden i'm like (laughs) it's like seven months later i'm like oh my god i'm editing another conversation where i'm sitting there like man the last jedi sucked i'm like god i'm over this (laughs) it's like fuck it's been two years buddy like i'm mad at myself and so i have to start like editing myself out of the show like in huge chunks Well, we can talk about, I mean, like, we can talk about What's, the track that we just listened to. We can talk sure. about the track. We can talk about something completely new. Yeah, man. Well, tell me about uh, The Last Jedi. <laughs> the, the second in the Disney Star Wars trilogy. Very divisive amongst fans. I, so here's the problem. I have seen one Star Wars movie in my entire life, mm. and it is Rogue One. That one's fine. Yeah, that's the thing, is I went with all my Star Wars nerds, Ryan, uh, Albie, a couple other friends, and and they're like, we're not bringing Patrick. The kid does not watch movies. He has not seen a Star War. Like, we're not bringing him to see Rogue One. And I went, I forced my way in like I do everything, and we go see the movie, and at the credits roll, and they all turn to me, mouths agape, and go... Not the worst first Star Wars movie you could have ever seen. Yeah, nice fit's uh, fine. But were you sitting there like, who's this guy in the black cape who just popped up at the end and is like cutting these dudes down <laughs> no, in space? Unfortunately, I'm that guy that I just read everything. And they're like, just watch the movie. But like, I know more Star Wars trivia than most people who obsess over Star Wars. My morning paper is video game news and movie news. What I mean by that is, you know, like my all my bookmarks in the morning, I just read on my fucking IGN and GameSpot and yeah, fucking yeah. Dark Horizons or whatever movie sites you look at so i always know everything that's going on but then i have very little time to actually play a lot of games like i'm pretty much only playing one game at a time that i'll focus on for like two or three months
months, but I know all the stupid trivia. I know people are complaining about the economy and some game called New World, which I don't know what the fuck it is, but I keep reading articles about they had to shut down the economy of New World again. And, oh, there's some new characters in Genshin Impact, wherever the fuck that is. But I know about it. Like, I know all this shit because I read about it. And the same with, like, movie news. This feels like a direct attack on me. This is, <laughs> this is so similar. But it's true. Like, I do the same thing. And so, like, movie news, I know all the things that are coming up, and I know full well I'm not going to watch any of them. I know, like, I love James Bond, so I'm going to watch James Bond. I'm going to watch the next Spider-Man movie. And I hate how similar that was to me, because, like, it's always been this way. Like, ten years ago, I would, like, message my friends, did you hear about this plot on EVE Online? These people sabotaged their company and, like, took control of one of the <laughs> biggest companies and overthrew the economy? I and still like, don't cool. understand what's, what EVE Online like, is. Yeah, they'd be like, that's cool. What's EVE Online? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I watched <laughs> a video recently of top ten whatever blunders and games or something or rather, and it was talking about some big battle in EVE or something and how people lost a bunch of money or whatever. And then they were saying, like, he was like, listen, I just need to, to impress upon you how serious the economy in this game is that, like, People lost so much money that, like, you could maybe file for bankruptcy using this as an excuse. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that game works. All I remember from EVE Online is I tried it for 20 minutes, and all the memes calling it spreadsheets the game suddenly made a lot of sense. Like, I don't think you actually control anything. I think you just move things around in spreadsheets, yeah. and that's it. I had a listener of this show who had some sort of connection to EVE Online, like he produced... EVE Online YouTube content or something, like official Ooh. content for the game. Hmm. And I think I still watch some of those videos and I was still sort of like, so what is this? Like, I need to like press X to jump and swing swords and stuff. Like, that's what I need to do in yeah. my games. And so whenever yeah. I see ones that look too overly complicated, we're like, well, there's a whole like bartering system where you're like, uh, I'm like, no. Like, do I swing a sword when I press square? Like, that's what I need. Patrick drives a truck around in real time. Why would you out me? <laughs> Why would you out me? You play fucking truck simulator? <laughs> His a- face right Andy, now. Andy, I have a cockpit in my basement. I have a driving cockpit. Dude. Anything with wheels, you listen to I me. drive. We just did the Beyonce 300 episode. I was talking to Vincenzo Salvia, and he got back into gaming to talk about how he's been playing fucking flight simulator. Yeah. And then I was like, talking about how confused I am about these these simulator games. I'm like, why would you do this? And I started jokingly inventing a game out loud where you drive a truck and drive across country in a truck. I'm like, could you imagine like a game where you fucking drive across a truck? And and the whole time, Vincenzo was saying, I play a game called Eurotrek, but because he has this accent, I thought he was saying Eurotrack. Oh. So I thought he was talking about like a track racing game. And then when I realized, I'm like, wait, you play a game called Eurotruck? And it turned out that he's playing this game that I was making up as a joke. Yeah, I have I have Eurotruck, I have a American truck sim. When I was young, I bought Hard Truck 2, which was like an early truck simulator. Like, I would literally, like, I'm not, I'm not joking, when, when we were making New Impressions, the album in 2019, like, I would be, like, working on something, and I'd be like, hey, Pat, what do you think about this? He's like, hold on, I have o- only an hour left to make my deadline on this uh, transport here. Hold on, I'm backing up. I just hear beep, beep, <laughs> My girlfriend has come down into the basement, and I am sitting in this metal monstrosity with a 55 TV inches from my face. I'm holding onto a steering wheel and pedals that are rumbling and vibrating. And she'll look at the TV and go, are you sitting in traffic? And I'll say, yes. (laughs) And she'll say, did you pay money for this game? (laughs) I did. And she'll say, why are you doing? I'm like, well, there's an accident up ahead. I can't get off the exit. (laughs) 
It's ridiculous. I can't fix the way I am, Andy. I, I was just hoping she was gonna. Your girlfriend just comes downstairs and goes, "I kind of just wish I caught you jerking off." <laughs> there was a like that. That would have been on, more acceptable. On, on that line, there was a time recently where I came out of the bathroom because I'll give it to you the way I experienced it. I come out of the bathroom after it going. To the bathroom real quick just take them, <laughs> please more one. details <laughs> this story won't peeing. work unless i know okay i was i was peeing mm-hmm, good weird fact pee comes from the blood not from <laughs> the digestive system <laughs> yeah. I w- yeah i come out of the bathroom and she goes were you humming the formula one theme song while you were peeing <laughs> and my first thought is like what that's preposterous and then it just dawns on me that i Stood over the, the toilet, opened up Reddit, went to the Formula One section, and immediately began. Da, 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 da. And she's like, You were, weren't you? I'm like, Well, at least you knew. Oh, no, I wasn't texting other girls. One, I like that you hum louder than you pee, which is nice. So you're like a polite peer. Yeah. It's like those memes of, like, Oh, I wonder if he's cheating on me. Cut to peeing and humming that. <laughs> <laughs> my, to be fair, I've been caught like having fake arguments with myself. So like, Shit. I'll do I'll do that thing where I rehearse. Like, uh, someone I'm upset about something with somebody, and I I start rehearsing the argument I'm gonna have with them. But then I don't realize <laughs> that I'm doing it out loud. Oh my so then my God. wife will be like, "Are you are you doing are you like having a pretend argument?" I'm like. Oh shit! Because <laughs> I, I full on, I'm emoting as I argue, and like I'm playing their role for them, you know. Like, see, I I just do that in my head like a weirdo. Yeah, same. I was gonna say I do that in my head like a weirdo. No, I do. I do it out loud, but I don't realize I'm doing it. So I'll be in the shower, like, oh, you think that, huh? Blah blah blah, and like I have this whole thing. And then if she hears me, then I realize, oh fuck me! Like, so I'm just like <laughs> acting naked, like just playing the role of two people, like in the shower. <laughs> Speaking of arguing naked in the shower, it reminds me of the next song you were going to play. Yeah, exactly. It's You and I featuring King Protea, which is a great track. And I, I, I really love the synth breakdown part at the end. I think that part's really cool. Hey. We can talk about that. Back. So let's do that. Let's listen to the song and then we'll uh, we'll keep talking. This is You and I featuring King Protea by Arcade High.
And that was Arcade High with the track You and I featuring King Protea. And that was a cool song. I dig it. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Thanks. We worked really yeah. hard on it. Yeah. You actually got her name uh, pronunciation correct. Kudos. She's been on the show. Oh. oh. Well, then less kudos. So we had that we had that whole discussion. Because okay. I was like, is this King Protea? And she's like, I say Protea. And then we looked it up. And then we were looking at the etymology because it's a flower of some kind. Hmm. And I specifically went back and listened to that interview to remind myself how to say her name because I would have fucked it up again. I don't know if like Gautier had any influence, but I was calling her King Protier for a second. And yeah. that's like the worst pronunciation. <laughs> well, I mean, like, who's like, to say, right? Who's to say? Me. Words. <laughs> um... But yeah, that song was kind of an older one. I think it was one of the earliest ones that were was written. The, the actual music of it. It was one of the earliest ones. Was it? And I remember exactly where I was too. I was in some shop in a mall and like some clothing shop, and you called me. You're like, yo, I have this really rad song that I wrote, and it's, and like I'm using these awesome new patches and shit. And then you're like, you're like, listen to it, and you like show me over the phone, and I was like, oh, that sounds sick. It was kind of very different. Basically, like, the instrumentation that's in the chorus explicitly, like, when everything pops off, that was oh. kind of the whole song. Yeah. And, uh, what, that old rag? That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Because it went, do-do-do-do-do-do. Yes, there it is. Yeah. And, different, like, and then we do that thing we do, we change it for, like, months. <laughs> yeah. And so then, like, we decided to add vocals to it. We were thinking about maybe doing it ourselves, but then we were like, no, let's get someone who's, like, good on it. And that's then, right, because I wrote lyrics, and I was singing along, and you were oh, like, I this forgot, blows. I, I forgot about that. I didn't say it blows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it flows. I, know, in a, in a, got, I mean, what are words? What are words? We got King Protea on it. She wrote a bunch of stuff. She sat down for like a 10 minute video call. And it was like two conspiracy theorists trying to talk about, well, I won't dive into any conspiracy theories, but we were basically like going over the entire story of Kingdom 1 and 2. Like, he's not a good person. And there's these ghosts, but they're like unrelated, but it's also happening. Right. And we're like, after we end the call, we're like, this person is going to send us a cease and desist, let alone <laughs> not finish the song. And it said she sends back the first take, and I'm like, it's like, I think she understands Kingdom better than we yeah, do. Yeah, and it's like super good, and the lyrics like make sense. <laughs> like everything, everything was ideal. Like, oh, <laughs> great. So then it kind of got stripped down from there. Uh, oh, but it always, it always had that breakdown in the bridge. From the very beginning, it had that like crazy bass breakdown. Hmm. And like the more it kind of went on and on and on, and like the song kind of changed and moved in different directions. Eventually, Patrick was like, do we keep this, this bass part that I put in? Because... I don't know. It doesn't really fit. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, we're keeping that bass part in there. I don't care if it fits or not. We're going to use it. Every time we opened up that project, I was just biting my... I was mentally rehearsing for the argument where you tell me it's time. (laughs) That bass part does not fit Arcade High's MO and must be removed. And the children must go down with the bathwater. That's not the expression, is it? Uh, That's how how we use it. You don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. The point is, you wrote this song. Yeah, yeah. I wrote the song. King Protea shows up, and she sings some lovely lyrics. Knocks out of the park. Why did you get in contact with her? Because we was, did... I was going to say, dude, this was your... You brought her to me. Well, because we did the remix of... Oh, yeah. Moonrunner, so it wasn't necessarily like me. Yeah, we did a remix of Moonrunner 83's In My Head. In My Head. Featuring her. her. Right, okay. And... When we do remixes, we're kind of assholes about our remixing, where we just like... If it's a vocal track, we're like cool, now we're working with the vocalist and we just like remove, like we don't want to listen to the source material too much so we don't copy it Mm. and we'll just be like, okay, if an artist sent us these vocal stems, what would we do with it? And most artists end up up really liking it because in a way it respects like what they did and Moonrunner 83 is like really stoked with it. But we just had such a good time with her vocal stems and we're like, what if we just like 
did another song with just approaching yeah, we try to like we're very when it comes to remixes specifically like we're pretty into the idea of it needs to be different like it needs to feel like a completely different song it's sort of almost like covering a song in a way you know just as an example like mad world right like tears for fears where it's like people love the oh yeah like people love the whatever um people are gonna get mad at me let's call it the donnie darko one yeah the donnie yeah the donnie darko one people like remember that because it's so different and it emotes in a completely different way that you wouldn't have expected and so like we like doing that with remixes like we like taking a um, a song and then giving it a completely different spin the the only downside (laughs) is that you're walking a fine line between success and immediate failure because other bands that do this, I judge it so cutthroat. Like, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Disturbed Sound of Silence. <laughs> God awful. God awful. I know so many people are like, it's the greatest song that's ever written. Like, it was. It was. I feel like there's this thing where once someone has a public image of some kind, people are impressed when someone does something different or shows a different side. Like, I feel like that's what always happens where you have like some like crazy metal guy and then all of a sudden like, well, if they make a song that's like, you know, like sweet or on a piano, then all of a sudden everyone's just like singing the praises like it's so amazing. And it's like, look, this person's already shown they're a talented musician. Is it that surprising that they can like play another instrument or sing a different way? Like, I feel like that's what plays into this sometimes. We've been doing these review shows. We've been listening to all the shitty 90s hits. And there was this trend where like you'd have these hair metal bands, but they would make a love ballad and film a black and white video. And then it would be huge. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. And that stuff always sort of bothered me because to me, it's a trick. It's just a trick. It's just like, oh, well, we need a hit and we can't get like mainstream radio play with our stupid rock. So we're going to fucking sing a dumbass love ballad with terrible lyrics. And that's exactly what we did, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Metaphorically. That's exactly how we felt and what we did. Well, listen, if you're not going to walk that line between success and failure where anything can go wrong, you're not going to get that juice. You need that juice. You know what I mean? The energy juice. juice. We do do enjoy the. We will take the juice if you have it, please. Yeah, man, you need that juice. I mean, speaking of that bridge, just to kind of comment on on the album overall, we were pulling weird things kind of out of our ass in terms of sounds and different parts of songs that that we were just having fun with like i mean even like welcome back the second song where we have that trap beat breakdown in the middle of well, the bridge it doesn't appear this way to us but to a listener just going through a discography over time like that's what new impressions was was yeah. us like spreading our wings and trying well does this work does that work this is like to, will people be like this isn't an arcade high album this is different okay so we wrote two or three songs after new impressions and one day Ryan comes up the stairs to, back to my old house and comes into the studio. And I'm like staring at him menacingly playing this evil haunting tune on like a detuned piano. And Ryan just goes, so we're writing Kingdom 2? And I'm like, yep. And we got to work. <laughs> um, we were just so fresh out of new impressions when we started writing Kingdom 2 that like we still had that mentality of like, okay, we just tried all this new stuff. Some of which works, some of which doesn't. Let's take this up that did, and let's continue like seeing how wild we can get with things. Yeah, cause I, yeah, because I guess you're right. Because even Kingdom One didn't necessarily, it in itself was sort of like, I guess, a risk in itself of us trying to get our own sound or whatever. But like within those songs, I wouldn't say like they specifically took like any weird, crazy risks where we just like decided to do like random things in those I, songs specifically. I, I think you'd also chalk that up to me coming on board. Yeah, because that was your first album that you were working on. 
I but, technically, I still hold that I technically held on heat wave two yeah. percent with yeah. heat wave the EP, but like the one that you were from the ground up. Like yeah, that was the first. Well, how about this? Why don't we listen to another track? Sounds good. Sure. <laughs> very rarely do we actually talk about music on this show. You'll notice I get very quiet when we talk about music, and then get very excited when we talk about uh, just nonsense. <laughs> Because I'm a clown. I mean, we can go right back to nonsense. It's yeah, we, fine. Can we just talk about whatever. Okay, so how about this, man? So let's listen to this track, and then we will uh, we'll keep talking with Arcade High. So this is DGYK featuring Jalea by Arcade High. Need is the fire to burn bright. Tore my armor into pieces, fighting silhouettes in the night. In the night, I've been dreaming of spires and starlight, but I've been wandering this forest like a sanctuary in the night.
And that was DGYK featuring Jalea by Arcade High. And I am back with Arcade High right now. That was a fun track. What does DGYK stand for? <laughs> it's for Don't Get Yourself Killed, which is the main line of the song. Um, but that comes from, uh, well, it comes from a couple things, actually. So for all the... It um, comes from Dark Souls, you nerd. Yes, for all the nerds out there. <laughs> For all the nerds out there, it comes from the game Dark Souls. But to be fair, Dark Souls took it from the anime slash manga Berserk from the 80s. So Why do I hang out with you? (laughs) Wait, so when you're thinking about it, are you thinking about Berserk or are you thinking about Dark Souls? Both, but mostly Dark Souls. Because I I, I am a fan. So Patrick is not uh, very familiar with either or like a fan of either per se. Um, Mm. And I begged him to please have us include a Dark Souls reference in in the new album. (laughs) And this was the the reference that we included. I thought it would get him to stop. (laughs) Did it work? No. They they released uh, the beta of Elden Ring and he's not even invited to it. And it shut down production to a screeching halt. (laughs) Maybe you can get a song on the next album about uh, truck simulation. That can be your uh, thing. It's called Six Gear. Yeah, yeah. Six, six gears gear. in traffic. Six gear. Six gear. Truck's got like 13, 18 gears, my dude. Right, it's called- <laughs> a lot of shifting. That's called a lot of shifting. 13 gear shift is what it would be called. I'm looking at your setup. I'm looking at a picture of you yeah. in the chair. In his cockpit. In my cockpit. You got a chair. You've got a wheel. So is that all one thing or did you buy each component separately? Yeah, separately. But like they, they, it's an ecosystem. Like they know that you, that those things may cost, possibly combine one day in the future. But like I, it is like piece by piece, exactly how I want it for what my budget can afford. Do you want to build yourself like a frame with like a car door? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he would. Before I had the money for the version you saw. Now I welded my own like rig together Amazing. and went to the junkyard and ripped the seat out of a Volkswagen Amazing. and had an actual car seat. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? Like people like put like a dashboard from an entire car up against it's like you could, you could like feel the dash working clock. Why don't you just put some wheels on it and then you could take it outside? <laughs> because I don't have to kill myself when I do something stupid or kill others. See, that's why I don't drive. Why do, pe- why do people play Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, Definitive Edition. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> He's well, like, I think he just baited you there. I, I am baited. They got, they, got, they got one less player playing Definitive Edition now. <laughs> I got my money back, baby. $90.39 Canadian cents. That's That still gives me waves of anxiety when you mention the price. Because I we're, know. We're, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. used to dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not to Canadian pesos or whatever the hell we have up here. Canadian pesos. <laughs> Are you excited for Elden Ring? Oh, I'm lit. I'm so lit. When does that game come out? February twenty fifth or third. If if some, if somebody if somebody went on the internet right now and said that they found out that the color of one of the hats you can get is blue, Ryan will pro- I'll probably lose Ryan for two hours to like <laughs> yelling about it on Twitter. It's bad, and I'm bad with my hobbies, and I can say that it's bad. Let me some from Any, anything from software does. Ryan is Ryan is there. <laughs> I always found, yeah, I, I haven't even really played. Everyone always talks about how hard the games are, and I'm not really a hard game guy. I'm like a content guy, like Skyrim. I just want tons of things to do and have it be relatively easy while I do it. Let the let the guy who doesn't like them tell you how it is. It's not that they're hard. It's that they have a classic feel to them. Right. Like in Mario, when you run into the first Goomba, you're dead. Restart. 
learn. You got to hit the button. Yeah. When you see him and you run and it's time to hit the button, you got to hit the button or else you die. So Dark Souls, you start, first skeleton jumps out of you. If you don't hit the right button, you, you die. That's it. <laughs> You're dead. And, and people like me think that with knowing our skill level, we can just pull up the picture that says you died real big and save 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's just a certain, there's just a certain, and I could go on for hours about this, so I won't, but I will say like, there's a certain satisfaction from overcoming that challenge that the game gives you. So everyone talks about how hard it is and yes, it is difficult. It's challenging, but like, at first, it feels impossible until, you know, several times through it, it feels a little bit better and then a little bit better well, and then a little better. Like and then the, you overcome it. It's like the entire game is a so boss good. fight. Right. When you first get to the boss, he, he just stomps yeah. you and you have no idea what to do. But then when you learn like one or two things, it becomes super simple. And right. it's like if you boot up an yeah, old it's game. Like classical retro games. Yeah, you boot yeah, up an old yeah. game that you know the boss fight mechanics for and you just go through without getting hit once. Exactly. But yeah. Dark Souls is like that the entire time. Yeah. Now, is Elden Ring going to be exactly like that, though? Or is it going to be slightly more forgiving? Because it is an open world game. So as far as we can tell, and by we, I mean like the fan base slash people who play Which it, What organization it, are you heading <laughs> currently? <laughs> Uh, what what are our findings from it, our uh, It apparently is going to be pretty similar to the Souls series. It is a more open world, but I, I would be genuinely shocked if the game is like actually easier than any of the other games. It'll probably be different, but like I don't think it would be easier per se. His obsession is so bad that I found a TikTok the other day of someone like scaled a summit in the game in the beta. And oh, got, dude, got dude, a, dude! You know what I love about TikTok? You ever heard that song that goes "Oh no, oh no"? You ever yeah. heard that? Yes, yes. That's my favorite part about TikTok. <laughs> that and uh, robot lady voice that goes like, uh, "What I learned while walking my dog." Yeah. yeah. Whoa, uh, whoa! Did, you know what? Did you did you hear that they uh, they just released? Well, they had Scream. The Star Wars ones? I didn't hear the Star Wars ones, but they have Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Guardians Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. And like the first time I found it was a TikTok of someone using Rocket's voice to say, Disney really screwed up batting this voice because someone's going to make it say, and then it just went on to say like a list of slurs for two minutes straight. <laughs> and it's like, yep, I guess someone is going to do that, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't use TikTok. My wife does. And so I'm always like bursting in the room because every time it plays that same song I've heard a million times, <laughs> then I always like kick the door in and just be like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> it's like literally like every 10 TikToks, even now, yes. every time she's flipping it through it, like that song plays. I'm calling it now. This interview ends with us getting like disconnected and it glitches out and it just has that song at the end. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You know what sucks, though? The actual original song is fine. The actual original original song. It's an old, like, 40, or, like, doo-wop song. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. By the somethings. It'll be the yeah. somethings, then the... Yeah. Now nah, I'm gonna... I'm so annoyed at myself for not knowing any of this. <laughs> anyway, look, the point is this. TikTok is shit. Right? Uh, <laughs> so, you originally download the app because you're spiteful and you say, it's not Vine. Vine yeah. will never come back. It's not going to be Vine. Uh, but I'll, I'll download it just to prove to you that it's not Vine. And the algorithm, man, the algorithm gets you. One week into using TikTok and all I have is Formula One. I get Truck Simulator 
TikToks, Andy. Dude, my wife, <laughs> of course, he like, does. Like, keeps on popping up in her feed. So people getting their backs cracked. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. I've seen those. I saw one where a guy comes from behind. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> with his left arm, grabs like the right elbow, and with his right arm, grabs the left knee. And like pulls this person apart. Like I've done less harm to arms. Uh, what is it? Spaghetti Armstrong or what is his name? <laughs> yeah, Stretch yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, Armstrong. Yeah. And like it's not cracking. It's like thuds. Like you oh. can hear uh, like ligaments being permanently damaged. I'm sure. My yeah. My wife finds that stuff so satisfying, and it hurts me. Like yeah. Then that song play. It's the Shangri-Las. The what? Shangri-Las. The Shangri-Las. Okay. The song's called Remember because then it, it does this breakdown after it goes like, "What happened to the boy?" Once do and then like remember walking in the sand remember and they're doing like the snaps it's like old as shit when does that yeah. song actually come out the type of song that you go get a burger and a malt yeah yeah, yeah. it's the kind of song sweetheart. that like it could have been on the back to the future soundtrack it's like that kind of it could song. have been in episode eight of from peaks it could have smoked on planes <laughs> <laughs> oh no capone yeah there's these funny songs they, they get like super popular and then like it's really weird i was talking to sunglasses kid about this because he was talking about the one the buster rhymes one where like people are doing like quick change videos and like little kids are dancing and stuff and the lyrics of the song is like put a dick in her mouth and and, like it starts like the beat. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's the the Buster Rhymes song? What's it called? Hold on. I don't know about this one. Yeah, yeah, man. It goes like it's got this really. You know how the the trend with memes now is to blow the audio out. Oh yeah, yeah. So like people will be like, it's a funny video, and it goes crazy, and all of a sudden the sound is all like, yep. like it's all fucking distorted. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So it does that. It's like a remix of a song, and then it's like. But one of the lyrics is put a dick in her mouth and like they don't censor it or anything like but it's all people doing quick change videos and stuff and doing this weird like arching back dance where they stick their bums out in the air. TikTok is a wholesome, wholesome place is my point. It is. Oh, yeah. I had a segue somewhere and I lost it because I didn't use it. You edit this, right? Nope. (laughs) No. Well, here, give me give me your segue and then we'll listen to another track and then we'll say goodbye. I'm trying to remember it. Oh, I'll tell you what. I want to play the track Rebirth because mm. it's a nice track that you end the album on. We, we have a story behind that one. All right. A pretty, is that, pretty good is that one. track 10 or track 9? No, it's the last one's 10. Uh, it's gonna... the Instagram track. <laughs> That's what I like yeah. to call it. Yeah. All right. Well, how about this? Let's listen to another track and then we'll wind down. So I want to listen to this one. It's a nice track. It's called Rebirth by Arcade High.
And that was Arcade High with the track Rebirth. And I'm here right now with Arcade High, Ryan and Patrick. We had a fun catch-up, but we can we can slowly bring this thing to a close. Did you have something to say about Rebirth? Yeah. So, re- <laughs> that, that's... <laughs> Hello? Quick, uh, come up with something. Come up with something. Yeah, uh, so that song has a weird history. So basically... Oftentimes, Patrick and I will do like little musical journal doodling within a project. Like, we'll just open up a project and like take like 30 seconds and like write, or like not, not even like maybe like 10, 15 seconds and write like a little blurb of something, like maybe just like a like eight bars or whatever. And then we'll like jump ahead a little bit, write eight bars of something completely different, and then jump ahead. And you know, like we might end up with like six, seven, eight little doodles inside this project. So, couple months back, I was looking for stuff to post on Instagram and I was posting like just different people's artworks, retro stuff that I found online or just, you know, whatever, still from old movies or whatever. And then making them into videos and putting our tracks over it. Well, I kind of ran out of like our main tracks to do that I wanted to like put on these. So I was like, well, let me look through the archives of just like old tracks that we haven't released. And I stumbled upon a like a little doodle of that opening riff that you hear in Rebirth, just those those chords. And then it just loops, you know, after that, like, eight seconds or whatever it is. So I put it over top of a, a GIF of Sonic the Hedgehog 2. All it was was, like, an ocean with maybe some stars in the background or something, and the ocean's moving, and it just, like, repeats, you know, after a couple seconds. And I put that on there, and for whatever reason, this post exploded on Instagram. Exploded. Like, it's, it's to this day our highest reaching post that we've ever done. Everyone was freaking out like, oh, what's this song? Oh, I love Vaporwave. Like, what's <laughs> what's this song called? Like, like, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then of course, like, we're like, uh, it's not a real song. Um, and they're like, no, no, you, you got to write it, man. Oh, no, that doesn't work as an answer. <laughs> you got to write the song. Like, blah, blah, blah. And like, everyone was just flipping out about it. And so we like, did. Okay. Yeah, so we did. And I, <laughs> so and I, I want you to know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be quite frank, Ryan. Don't hate me. I'm gonna be quite frank. <laughs> I like the album ending on track nine. I did. I'm gonna say it. I did. But we're a duo. We got to do things as a team. And that's <laughs> that. That team is me. Ryan and all those nerds on Instagram that said you have to finish the damn song. <laughs> Listen, man. Sometimes you gotta give the audience what they want. Yeah, yeah. Once we committed, I embraced it and tried to make it the best it could be. Obviously, but like, yeah, that was a weird moment because I, I love how notes that like you put in there. Like, we had to sauce it's, it up. It's so good. You gotta, you gotta get, gotta get, gotta give it the juice. Yeah, man. We talked about that juice earlier. Yeah, you gotta give it the juice, but like. I, I I was I was vehement on just having it he was, stop on he, track nine. He didn't want to do it. Then like randomly, I think in the process of us writing the album, and we were we were at the position of figuring out the last track. I think someone else dug that post up and like posted saying like, "Hey, what song is this again?" And I think that's why I was like, "Hey, Patrick, someone else commented. What song?" Is you were this? obsessed with it. <laughs> <laughs> Every fifteen minutes, oh, someone else commented, but said the one the one song so, finished. It was so weird. I have no idea why that specific post. It's like I, I don't understand social media. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Well, the, the bottom line is this, man. You got this beautiful song out of it. It made me feel good. Aww. I think now I even feel better about it in some ways in spiting Patrick. Because <laughs> the more I like this song, the more I know I'm like digging away at your soul. Yeah. 
That's fine. You can have it. Yeah. Well, it's good. I like. Thank you. I like when albums have this sort of like a flow, you know. And so it's always it's always nice to end on a track like that. That's big for us on on the Kingdom albums, like more so than ever for the Kingdom albums. We try to make a complete listening experience. It's like we're telling a story. The chapters should flow together, you know. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine the grinding halt that album would have been if you ended on track nine? Shut up, Andy. Just a screeching, <laughs> grinding halt. So it, it was a good choice, man. I say this. Always go with the random internet commenters. They always, uh, they've always got your best interests at heart. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, I, all the time, every time, always. Yeah. <sighs> that the moral of this? <laughs> that the that the note we can end on. Just always read yeah. your comment section. It's real good. Yes. Always read your comment section and always listen to them and do everything they go. say. Although to be fair, like I don't I don't think you've got like an asshole audience. No, 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 no. I I, I don't know. <laughs> no, they're not assholes. <laughs> No, our audience is wonderful. You are all wonderful audience and fans who listen to us. You are all yeah. wonderful. We're mighty thankful for them. No, because there are, there are people online who literally cultivate shitty audiences and then, like, deny That's that true. they do. And, That's like, true. I watch lots of videos by people like that. And so I'll see, like, just like, why are they always saying we're so shitty? And then you go in, like, the YouTube comments, and, like, everyone's an asshole. I'm like, well, that's why. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. there was part of me that used to think it was unfair to blame people for their audience. Because if you have a big enough audience, certainly a small percentage of them are going to be assholes. Sure. But then I started thinking, well, like, do the slow-mo guys have people writing racist shit under their videos? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's ways to make videos that don't embolden shitheads, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah. no, man, sometimes people just have nice communities, and they have uh, they have nice audiences, and I'm saying that the people who like Arcade High get Andy's seal of approval. Wow, that's... Wow. Dang. I mean, some we, of them. Oh. We get the stamp of approval. Is there a PDF you can send over? Yeah, that really? works. Well, like, it's like a, the Nintendo seal of power. Mm. Or no, what, what's it called? The seal of... Uh, Seal of Power? Yeah. Uh, the official hello. Nintendo Seal let's, or whatever. Let's yeah. talk about the implications of the Seal of Power in the realm of the kingdom. <laughs> what the fuck is Love that thing it. called? It wasn't the Seal of Power. Like, it was the like Seal call, of... It's just the... Calling Nintendo. it now. If there's a kingdom I-I-I, that's track two. <laughs> that's track two. Hold on, hold on. Nintendo... It's just the official Nintendo Seal, I think it's seal called. Seal of approval? Quality? Is it Quality? Well, I think look. you really should just look up official Nintendo seal. Official Nintendo seal. The official Nintendo seal. I'm on I'm on nintendofandom.wiki. Yeah, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, it's the original Nintendo seal of quality in Europe. Interesting. Okay, I've never heard that one. The American one used to be called the official Nintendo seal of quality, and then I think they just shortened it to the official Nintendo seal. Okay. And uh, why why am I doing this? Why am I reading this? <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I Google I Googled it. Because we named Arcade High and it makes sense. I, I Googled it and I went down like five results and I have, why does the official Nintendo seal of quality end up on bad games? Uh, wow. <laughs> well, man, I, I have to say there was no Nintendo uh, official seal of quality on my copy of Grand Theft Auto, the definitive edition trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, was going to bait you even harder. I found a video just now. I, I guess when you wiggle the joystick left and right while driving a car in the definitive edition the physics of the game starts to break and it stretches the car infinitely <laughs> and you just what? make the car as wide as the map as long as you keep going left and right and then when you stop it stays that size oh my god they released a nonsense game and i'm happy i got my money back and you know what i'm gonna take that money and i'm gonna buy elden ring in february 22 <laughs> 
<laughs> there you go. Although, nice. like like all like giant first party games, they end up getting delayed usually a minimum of like three times. So, how many delays has Elden Ring suffered so far? Once. Once. Theoretically, like it was announced in 2019 mm-hmm. so everyone was expecting it in 2020 and then it didn't even get announced for an official date until mid 2020 this year or, or excuse me mid 2021 as- of this year so as in like they waited a long time to even give it the first date so like we're all hoping that this one delay will be the only delay as my friends i'm gonna name drop them and you'll see why as my friends wilkins and donnie and kevin and isaac and all and jesse and all them tell me repeatedly delays are Always, always good for the customer, just like when I waited for Cyberpunk I was, 2077! I was going to say, except for CD Projekt, unless for CD Projekt Red, is that what you're... Uh, I, feel, yeah, I feel like uh, all the podcasts I recorded in the lead-up to Cyberpunk are going to age horribly, Oh because <laughs> they were full of conversations of people going like, man, I'm super excited for Cyberpunk. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, you know... I upgraded my computer twice. I just, I just listened to our Q&A on YouTube, and then in the middle of it, uh, someone mentioned Cyberpunk, and then you, like, got, had, like, a meltdown because it was delayed that day. Again. I upgraded my computer twice. <laughs> I technically, you could argue, I spent thousands on Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm sitting there. What am, what am I doing with my computer now? I'm opening a PS2 emulator and playing Hot Shots Golf 4. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes some of those old emulators, they, they eat up a lot of... Uh, you need a lot of power just to... Oh, you need the juice. Yeah, that's like the juice we were talking about earlier. You need mm-hmm. the juice. Well, speaking of juice, we gotta go. <laughs> 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 well, look, it's always fun to catch uh, up with Arcade High. Oh, it's a pleasure. I always enjoy uh, chatting with you guys. Yeah, thank you for having us on. You're just such a nice guy that you're trying to prolong the album release cycle. Yeah. Well, what I've always been told by my good friends like uh, Wilkins and Isaacs is that delays are only good for the customer. <laughs> And so, in this case, sometimes I'll, I will delay <laughs> interviews with people. That is the perfect button to end this entire thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, you guys have a lovely day. It was great talking to you. People should go to arcadehigh.bandcamp.com, correct? Yes. Yeah, why not? pick up Kingdom 2, the sequel to Kingdom. There's even a fun track in there that's kind of like a, a retelling of one of the tracks from Kingdom 1. There's lots there of that is. in there. There is. Go do it. Check us out. And yeah. uh, follow us on some socials. We're on Instagram and, and Twitter and been posting some behind the music stuff on Instagram and hopefully more to come with that too. So Sweet, man. That's what people want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, 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 don't ever let anyone tell you Arcade High doesn't give them what they want. Yeah, right. Don't let anyone tell you that. Because <laughs> I have been saying that and so now the fact that you're like you're breaking that cycle is perfect. Love it. Excellent. I can't believe we got to an interview without anything going wrong. I know. We did it, Andy. <laughs> We did it. Yeah, watch I hit stop and my computer screen just explodes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, take care, dudes. Yep. All right. See ya. See ya. All right, and that was my conversation with Arcade High. Always nice to catch up with them. We're going to be doing a bunch of catch-ups over the next few episodes. Um, I think most of the people I've chatted with... Actually, that's not true. Why do I talk out loud? <laughs> okay, next week's will be a catch-up, and then we got to do another family show soon, and uh, and then maybe we'll have a new guest, and then a bunch more catch-ups. I don't know. Look, the point is, thanks for listening to the show. This has been Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. My name is Andy Last. If you enjoy the show, consider 
supporting the show, like my awesome PayPals and Patreons by going to uh, patreon.com slash beyondsynth, or you can go to beyondsynth.com and click on the PayPal button. And uh, I think there's also a PayPal me link in the SoundCloud description. So there's lots of ways uh, you can support the show. It keeps the lights on and it keeps the show coming out regularly. If that's something you like, uh, unless the 300th episode is coming up and then the show will go on a break for three and a half weeks. But I don't think there's another anniversary show coming up anytime soon. So we should be good. In the meantime, to all my American friends, uh, happy Thanksgiving. It's also Black Friday. So I think I will be spending Friday looking at deals and then not buying anything. That's usually what I do every year. And uh, that's what I'm going to do this one. Have a lovely weekend, everybody. Now get out of here. Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you.